hey man, uh, do you know what time the show's supposed to start? Um, y- y- yeah, actually, it's it's starting like right now. All right, welcome to episode 26, part two of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. Today you are going to get part two of installment three of my Iron Maiden stories. I apologize if this is confusing with all the numbers. It kind of amuses me a bit anyways, though. So anyway, this is part two with Eric in South Carolina. I hope you enjoy it. I'm not going to waste a bunch of time here because we've already went through that in the first episode. So you've heard part one. Let's get right to part two. All right. Lastly, before we get into part two here, I want to thank everybody that shared the podcast. So retweeting it on Twitter were the following people. Eric from South Carolina. I mean, you'd hope he'd share it, right? (laughs) Uh, Stephanie Jane Gray. Steve from Oregon. Don McIntyre from Liverpool, UK. Yvonne from Malta. Andy from Falkirk, UK, and Thera Therakdenius, Therakdenius from Cape Corral, Florida, as well as Joel Hebensberger from Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Michael Blair from Grandview, Texas, who shared it on Facebook. So thank you very much to every one of you guys for sharing this episode, or the last episode that is. Thank you. Now we are going to pick up right where we left off with Eric from South Carolina. Let's get it on.
now we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit. You told me that you did enjoy Talking Maiden and yeah. Iron uh, Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast. With <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. Uh, and you know, I don't I don't really have any real connection to those guys at all, other than I you know Twitter yeah. chatted chatted with them on Twitter a little bit or whatever. But mm-hmm. tell me what you what what do you think about those shows and uh, just as far as uh, I, I I like both of them. So yeah, well I remember so I remember a couple years ago. Because when I started getting big into podcasting, I was listening to like Eddie Trunk, uh, Chris Jericho, who's actually a pretty big uh, Maiden fan. So I like listening to his a lot of his podcasts. Jamie Josta, the singer of Hatebreed, he has his own podcast he's been doing for a couple years now. So I was pretty, you know, I've always been big into listening to them. And then um, there was never really any Iron Maiden podcast out for the longest time. And then a couple years ago, I decided to search for an Iron Maiden podcast again, and I found uh, Talking Maiden because years prior to that there was nothing really out there that was uh continuous sure. so i was like sweet now there's an iron main podcast that's been out for a while um fast forward to you know now they're they're done with the podcast which is kind of yeah. sad but I, I found uh i found yours through twitter uh with a couple of other people i found wimps uh wimps funny uh it has that dry british humor yeah, I can't tell if that's his. I don't think that's his voice, his actual voice. And lately, I've been questioning if Trevor is the guy who calls in. If that's also Wayne talking, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that is. I, I, I've, uh, I was. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was other night. I sent a message to Wayne and I said uh, I was talking to my daughter on a couple nights ago because I, you know, I work overnights and. Mm-hmm. I was talking to her on the phone and we're talking and, and I don't know if you listened to my most, uh, not the most recent one, but the one I did before that it was called uh made in August. And I did my, I did a poem and stuff on it. Oh, so did you? Yeah. You'll have to hear it. That's funny. So I was talking to my okay, daughter yeah, that's, that's and we're sitting there talking and she goes, she just goes, and I, this is what I told Wayne. I said, Hey, I was on the phone with my daughter earlier. And then my daughter all of a sudden goes, hello, I'm Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my on maiden podcast. <laughs> That's and, amazing. So then I started doing it and then she yeah. so we were just doing it over and over and it was just uh he goes he goes, Were you listening? Did you play her the intro of Invaders? Is that why she was saying that? <laughs> made me laugh. But um yeah, they I like the, the the dry British humor is funny to me. I've never been a big um fan of British humor per se, like Monty yeah. Python and Mr. Bean and a lot I mean it's funny, but it's never really been uh, you know, my calling card, but I, I do. Yeah, I really enjoy his. Sh- I always say I always think mm-hmm. when I listen to his show, he's pretty brilliant because I'm like, he'll come up with these things. And I'm just like, man, where does he his come up with sponsors this and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. 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 He's <laughs> like, there was one he said where he's like, it's a uh, he says sponsored by and he said something. He goes food for old people or <laughs> something yeah. like that. And then if you don't listen to some of his all of his podcasts, some of his sponsors would be stuff that he barely referenced from an episode or two prior. And if uh-huh. you catch it, you're like, oh, man, that was that was clever. <laughs> yeah, he did one where he said, uh, I can't remember what the what the brand name, but he was like, yep. but he was like, Bush's baked beans when you're trying to create the perfect pie island or <laughs> something yep. like that. Uh, yeah, he's funny. Okay. Um, okay. Well, so oh, and I, then uh, James Fraser and that, I think his name's Andrew Whitnall. So it yeah, seems like yeah. you... Myself, those two guys, Wimp, and uh, and Talking Maine. Sometimes it seems like we're all talking together on Twitter. So like that's pretty fun. Uh, now that there's a little bit more of a community, I guess. Yeah. Iron Maiden banter. 
I love We're making fun of Nisbet for how much he loves uh, The Talisman, which is a great song. Oh, God. That's, I think that's my favorite song from The Final yeah. Frontier. I love it. There's, it's interesting you hear those because there's a like they're, they don't really like the man who would be king a lot. And I like that a lot. And uh, but yeah, I think I think that, well, the final frontier seems to me that and I mentioned this on the uh, episode, that I'm, the fi- uh, the episode I'm about to put out. Um, mm-hmm. but, but it seems to me that a lot of people say that the final or at least the what I get is the final frontier is the least popular, the least the, the worst album of the five that have come out post 2000. And, and I don't Mm -hmm. think any of them are bad, but I don't think that's my least favorite either. So I'll tell you, it's funny. So either it's funny though, that you mentioned James Fraser, because I'm actually going to be on the phone with him. Uh, what time is it? I'm going to be on the phone with him in about eight hours. (laughs) So, wow. Yeah. I I, I had That's a big time difference. I think. Yeah. It's, it's 17 hours. So I have to kind of subtract time. I have to go, okay. Instead of going forward 17, I just subtract seven and go, okay it's this time where he's at. And so we had, we had kind of scheduled that. And then I I was going to try to schedule for later in the month. And then you sent me the message the other day and you were like, yeah, I can do it real soon. And I was just like, you know what, let me try to make this weekend where I can do some of this. So I I sent him a message the other night and I was like, Hey, how about a Friday night? And he was, which it'll be 10 o'clock when I call him and it'll be, I think five in the afternoon tomorrow, (laughs) you know? Oh man. So it's, it's, uh, Let's see here. Um, I had a funny question here, but you haven't listened to my you didn't listen to my episode where I did a, my poetry yet, so I don't want to. No, uh, I haven't heard that one yet. So here I'll, I'll ask this question anyway, though, because I, I I love the banter with him and and trying to play into it a little bit. I told someone I said I'm not a part of the talking, uh, not talking mess. I'm not a part of Wayne's show. I said, but I do my very best to try to to pretend I'm a part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I said, uh, okay. So here's here's this is a real serious question for you. Do you think? that I would make a better poet than Trevor. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know if, uh, I don't think Trevor would like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The second, the, the second part is, is, uh, do you think my accent, would my accent hurt me in trying to get that gig? <laughs> uh, I feel, I mean, I, th- I feel like, uh, Wayne would make a joke or two about it. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I just listened to the episode when he found out, cause I'm, I'm pretty backdated. So I'm still trying to catch up when he okay. found out that Hawk Lord was the same as Chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, that's pretty funny. Those are, yeah, those are, those are funny. And then there's always, there's always something else that kind of rhymes with it. So that's a, that is funny. Okay. Now I, now this is a, you know, let's see, this is a real quick, now this is, I got, I got like three or four questions wrapped into one here, but I say, I wrote, I said, you're a fireman. Uh, what are your brothers? Y'all call them brothers in the fire hall? Y'all, y'all. Yeah, brothers, okay. dudes, guys, doesn't really matter, yeah. Uh, any of them, are any of them into Maiden? Any of the guys you work with? Um, Not the, uh, so like, not the ones I directly work with, but some of my other buddies at different stations. I know one of them saw them uh, on the uh, Somewhere Back in Time Flight 666 tour. Uh, okay. And then one of my other buddies on a different station, he's a big, he plays a lot, well, he's, way better at guitar than i am but i think he he's more of a 90s grunge guy but he knows who iron man is and he knows some of the popular stuff sure um but yeah i okay. don't know too many guys that are big main fans 
Okay. Well, then my next question, I think you might have answered. I said, do you guys ever listen to Maiden in the fire truck on the way to a fire? <laughs> so that'll be a negative. No, negative. It, uh, it'd be fun, but you'd be surprised. So like if there's a fire or, or, or any call, but it, definitely the more serious ones, uh, you have headsets inside that you're uh, listening to everyone talk because it's sure. pretty loud. And, yeah. and if it's a serious call, you definitely have to pay attention to what the little notes on the computer is saying about like what the call is about and how serious it is. But It'd be fun to, uh, on like a on a call, you know, play some some Iron Maiden or some Exodus over the speakers or something. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this: There's that that uh, that kind of ties into my next question a little bit. What you said there. Um, now this is a this is a fireman question. So uh, all right, I said, uh, are there a lot of nerves or is there a lot of adrenaline when you're headed somewhere like that? You know, so. I mean, obviously you don't listen to the music, but when you're headed yeah. to a fire and you know it's something pretty serious, is it is it is it nerves? You're nervous, or is it adrenaline, or what is it? What is it like? I mean, I, probably because I'm new, it's it's probably more nerves. But I feel like someone who's probably been doing the job for 15, 20 years, it's like, oh, I've already seen this before. Like, I'm you know, you get used to it after a while. But sure, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember one time we, uh, I think I'm allowed. No, I'm not violating HIPAA by saying this. We had a call and. Uh, it was a gunshot victim and i'm like all right well you know because i because i never was in a unit when i was in the infantry that got had a combat deployment so i'm like well this will be this will be a first yeah uh but i mean once you get there i mean your your training takes over and you just kind of like i don't know it's almost like not an out-of-body thing but and i was something switches in your brain like all right well you know this is you know your training kicks in and you're like all right well i, I already kind of know what to do because i've been training for this for so long yeah that makes sense you, you've been training for that moment and that that's really cool Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask a question. My wife, she never listens to my podcast, but you know, <laughs> once I once yeah. I get done once I get done, I will go down here and I'll be able to tell her the answer to this question. Okay. Oh, my Too wife old. and my wife Sammy are looking forward to listening to this. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Do you um do you okay do you watch or does your wife watch any um of the shows? I don't know if it's like maybe Chicago Fire and those kind of things. Uh, no, I've never seen a single episode actually. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to ask you cause, cause my wife, she, my wife's a nurse and she's, so she likes shows that are about, you know, yeah. all the, everything that leads to all that. But I was going to ask you if, if what happens in the fire hall on the shows, if what happens at the calls when you get somewhere, yeah. I was going to ask if there's any, you know, cause usually like my wife will watch the the shows about the hospitals and things she was like yeah. it's nothing like that so i was wondering oh, yeah, if it was the same saying. um well so i can t- i'll send you a video once we get off this uh it's a it's a firefighter kind of like reviewing uh some video clips from i think there's a show called like la fire or something like that it's like a drama or whatever okay. and he's kind of breaking down like oh yeah this is completely wrong and he's making jokes <laughs> and stuff but as far as like war movies, my wife hates watching war movies with me because I, mean, I don't know, I'm super big with like the finite and like the details. And yeah. when I see certain things, especially blatant things, I have to say something just because I'm like, oh, my God, come on now. You spent millions and millions and millions to make this movie and make sure it's, you know, accurate and you forget to do something simple like that. But so she hates <laughs> watching war movies sure. with me. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have a uh, let me ask you this, just because I enjoy watching a war movie when I do it but i just don't watch very many movies at all do you have a favorite war movie like one that you feel like is maybe most realistic or anything um i mean yeah so like i've so i was always big in like marine corps history uh because i'm you know kind of a nerd 
So the Pacific, which was uh, made by Tom Hanks and everyone who did Band of Brothers, different okay. actors, but like same production crew. It's like a seven episode series. That's probably my favorite just because okay. it's World War Two Marine Corps, uh, which is one of my favorite things to read about and watch videos about. Oh, cool. I think I think that that did real good justice on uh, everything that happened in World War Two with the Marine Corps in the in the Pacific. Okay, this is another one I just thought of. What about okay? Have you seen the movie Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, you have to. You're a marine. Oh yeah. You pretty much have to. So, I remember asking a gosh twenty before you were born. I remember asking. <laughs> no, actually, it was would have been after when you were a youngster. I used to work at the AT and T, the phone company down here, yeah. and I worked with this guy who was a Vietnam vet, and I remember asking him one time if. I said, man, is, uh, is boot camp that bad? You know, is it as bad as, 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 as you, what you see on that movie? What would you say to that? Uh, I mean, so, I mean, it was definitely Hollywood, but I mean, I'd say it's somewhat accurate. Some of it's a little, it's definitely made for Hollywood, but I mean, I'd say definitely like my boot camp experience was a million times rougher than anything you saw as far as the boot camp scenes in that movie. Oh man. That, you know, it's funny because I used, well, I worked with this guy, and I'm just gonna I'll give him a shout out. I know he's not even uh, <laughs> on this earth anymore, but yeah. I always called. I was he was just an old grumpy. You know, he fought in Vietnam, so he I'm sure he had reason, but yeah. he was always oh, just dog. real old grumpy guy. Had a he just just real super matter of fact, but I always called him dad at work. I'd be like, hey dad, and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, but I remember saying um, <clears throat> I remember saying, hey, uh, was the was that scene? You know, I mean, was the uh, boot camp? Was it was it really that bad? He goes, no. It was worse. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember, yep. it just made me laugh because his response was just, you know. But yeah, that's so. What you're saying that lines up. So, um, okay, but it's um, kind of cool because you know, Arlie Ermy was a drill instructor at one point, so like he definitely he knew what he was doing because he didn't really have to act too much during that movie because he was an actual drill instructor at one point. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I still uh, I still like that movie, of course. Okay, 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 so. Yeah, I, I didn't realize I was going to talk this much military before I started. So I had, I had some <laughs> questions down. So I'm trying to kind of follow my order of questions a little bit. Yeah, with, that's all good. Okay. So you were, this is my next one. So I said, were, you were in the military. Did you, was there, did you see a lot of maiden fans while you were actually in the military? Uh, one of the, one of the junior Marines, my platoon was actually a pretty big maiden fan. Uh, and he was from, uh, Southern California. Um, which I don't really know why that I said that that's not really significant, but uh, yeah, yeah. So me and him, we would, we'd go back and forth talking about maiden stuff and, uh, and this and that, especially on deployment when there's not much to do. So it was, um, he, I feel like he's, he was probably like the, the only one. Um, there were some others out there who were just like general metal fans. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of metal, he- uh, heads out there, but, um, he was buddy, uh, Adrian Hernandez. I doubt he's ever going to listen to this, but yeah. Shout out uh, to Adrian Hernandez. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but I'll tell you what, and and I know you just based on what you said, that made me think this exact thing. There's nothing like finding somebody else that likes Mm -hmm. the same bands that you like. Cause it's like an instant camaraderie. Wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that, that one podcast you told me about that Nesbitt was uh, a guest on, those those two Irish dudes, they yeah, were talking like the, about was, that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I had to agree with like, there's not a lot of bands, I guess I would say, out there 
that have that that weird camaraderie or like you see a dude like i was at cc's pizza which is kind of like a more yeah, of a childish pizza buffet <laughs> yeah yeah down, down south or I, i'm sure it's everywhere but they're all over south carolina and uh the general manager saw me and my wife and i was wearing an iron main t-shirt and this was before legacy of the beast and he walks up to me as we're leaving and then we had like a 20 minute conversation about iron maiden and he gave me his business card he's like hey i'm going to that atlanta uh show too we should meet up and i i totally forgot but i was like yeah that's you're never really gonna find that now i will say like i'd say like thrash bands i, I feel like there there's a community just like that for like maybe not i mean yeah metallica but there's definitely a lot more fair weather fans in metallica than there are for like slayer or exodus or testament or something like that but so there's definitely some bands out there that have a community like like maiden but not oh maiden. yeah yeah and I, I think if i remember right that show that they were on that that nesbitt was on i think, I think it's called feckin check-in i think is what it was called something like yeah these I've two never, Irish guys i never heard it before but when i was listening oh. yeah a lot of what they said on there i was just like that is so right because they talked about how iron maiden was one of the biggest bands in the world but yet it was still like an underground following like you were part of something that because you know a lot of people are into like you said a lot of people are into uh, Metallica and a lot of people love Guns N' Roses and a lot yeah. of people love you know some of these other bands but Iron Maiden you're not going to hear very many songs that are just going to make you that are going to be a fair weather fan like maybe the only things I could really think of that might fit into those categories maybe would be like say Flight of Icarus or maybe Can I Play With Madness that sound really accessible mm-hmm. and so you don't really yeah but yeah there's a absolutely yeah but that's what I'm that, that, I thought that was a really good, interesting talk to hear them, to hear that. Yeah. I said, um, okay, now another uh, another part of my military question here. I said, with lots right. of songs about war and battles, uh, mm-hmm. Maiden, does that appeal to you more because you have a military background? I think if I didn't have a military background, it probably, uh, probably would. Um, I Because I'm such a history nerd, I think that's why I connect with them more. If I didn't care about history and i heard a, a war song i probably wouldn't care that much if i you know if i was in the uh when i was in the military yeah. but i think it's i mean yeah it does but the, the history aspect uh for songs like passiondale and um i'm drawing a blank with other i mean i know all matter of life and death that's full like greater good of god that's in longest day those have yeah. uh, if you actually read into the lyrics those are some they reference D-Day and some other battles and sure. Um, well, and the trooper, you know, the trooper obviously oh, yeah, is. Yeah, with the, yep. Uh, tail gunner, you know, from uh, No Prayer. Yep. Um, running silent, running deep is actually a song about submarines. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's always interesting to me uh, to hear. I, I don't have, like I said, I don't have any military. I just like the songs. I've always enjoyed reading about history or seeing history, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's it's they're really cool and and the fact that they did the song Passchendaele and hearing uh, Dan Carlin's podcast about Talk it. Talk about it, yeah. Oh, golly. I, like I said, it blew me away hearing all that. And I was like, you know, you, you don't, you're not going to get that from a ton of other bands. So No. Have you seen but, the video uh, from, was it Death on the Road Tour when they played that song live? Like the stage production for that song specifically and everything? I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm trying to remember it it's it's insane like it it like it has that that theater aspect which i know bruce is huge on but um they have some guy reciting a poem it's everything's pitch black with fake lightning and and artillery sounds 
and like there's barbed wire everywhere. Bruce is dressed up as like a World War One German soldier or whatever. I just I remember seeing that for the first time like ten years ago. I'm like, whoa! Like this is the craziest thing. You know, I don't think I've ever seen it, I, and that's I, that may sound sacrilegious to some people, but I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've listened to Death on the Road, the live album of it. I've listened to that yeah. multiple times, so I know I know the part you're talking about where the guy comes on there and does the poetry mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, yeah. You need to watch it. You need to go on YouTube and watch that that video. It's it's pretty wild. I'm gonna make a note right now. There's a. Uh, one of my favorite thrash bands out there. Uh, I love them because they, they kind of take that, at least the lead singer writes a lot of the lyrics and he takes that history approach, kind of like Bruce does. Yeah. Uh, they're called Warbringer and they have a song, When the Guns Fell Silent, and it's uh-huh. 11 minutes and 11 seconds long for you know the end of World War One with 11-11. And it's a, it's a pretty dark, powerful song and uh, it's definitely up there with one of my favorite as far as like historical metal songs that are out there cool i i just i just wrote that down too i want to i don't that. know if you like the the the, the vocal stuff style i don't yeah. know how harsh vocals you like but yeah. yeah i mean to me i think it's awesome and you can hear everything he's saying it's it's not it's not like cannibal corpse when you have no idea what the you know, <laughs> yeah what uh what dude man's saying let me ask you this because uh, you you've mentioned thrash multiple times and i've I never was a Guilty. huge, th- <laughs> yeah. I never was a huge thrash guy, but there was one band that I I liked a good bit back in the day, way back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Nuclear Assault. You ever heard them? I have. I uh, haven't listened to them a lot, but I, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I always I always liked them because, uh, I mean, okay, you know, they had Danny Lilker, who was the original bassist for Anthrax. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he started that band, I believe, but but the vocalist was named John Connolly, and. I, his vocals were high and kind of screeching a little bit, you know, the way he's okay. saying. I, I always just, I always liked them for some reason. I, I always enjoyed Nuclear Assault. So, hmm. so. yeah, I'll just send you a, a link to that fire video and then the Warbringer song because there's a YouTube video out there that the singer broke the song down in like five parts. Uh-huh. And you can even watch a video like he describes each part of the song and like the point of view. Like at one point of the song, the point of view of the lyrics is like from the artillery cannons. As if oh, they cool. had some sort of way of talking. It's, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's wild. Okay, now uh, kind of winding down here a little bit. Now you had told me in the email, you said you had um, some Iron Maiden tattoos, correct? Yeah, I got this. Uh, let's see, I got a, I got the trooper on my my uh, shoulder. It's probably, okay. It's not a half sleeve. It's probably about a quarter sleeve. I got it a couple years ago. That's the only one I have, but it's it's pretty fairly decent size. Oh, cool, cool. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome, man. That's that's uh, that's. Do you have a lot outside of that? Do you have a lot of tattoos, or? Yeah, I think. Uh, what do I think. I mean, for people who have a lot of tattoos, it's probably not a lot, but I think I have eight or ten, something like that. Yeah, somewhere I've in got, that range. I've got friends that that are you know pretty tattooed up, and they'll always tell me they say, you know, um, unless you want to get a lot of tattoos, don't get a tattoo because they said it's addictive <laughs> once you start getting. Yeah, them. You can. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it gets addictive for a little bit. Okay. Now you said uh, you did answer this question earlier. The next question I have, but I'll ask anyway, so you can, because you didn't really. Uh, you said you play guitar. Do you play any other instruments, or is it just guitar? Or what? Um, I'd love to dry, buy a drum set and really test how how well my air drumming and my finger tapping on a table drumming is. <laughs> Compare uh, it. No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I. I'd, uh, I play guitar, and that's pretty much it, but I, I would definitely love to buy a drum set and uh, have some fun on that. 
do you uh did you ever play in any bands or anything like that or was it just kind of just playing for yourself or not really i mean i'd say in uh, middle school me and some friends we would jam once in a while but uh i pretty much just kind of self-taught and just kind of played by myself really okay okay i get stage fright i get red in the face and i forget that i know how to play the guitar so i'm like you know being in a band probably wouldn't be the greatest idea <laughs> <laughs> like when well, i record you... a guitar video like it usually takes me four or five times recording it even though i'll play it flawlessly as i practice but as soon of as course. i hit that red button i'm like oh god yeah there is something about playing in front of people that's a little different so mm-hmm. uh let's see here okay this is the last question i had written down and i think you've already mentioned some of these but uh what other bands are you into? Like, do you have a, uh, or do you have like a top 10 or top five bands that are your be all end alls? Yeah. Um, let's see. Some of the bands I listen to a lot. I would say Iron Maiden. I'd say, I uh, obviously Maiden. Uh, well, you better say, you better say Iron yeah. Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maiden, Warbringer, uh, Exodus. I don't, I test them just released a new album. Uh, I haven't listened to it a, a ton, uh, but I, I love Testament a couple years ago still listen to them sometimes metallica is always one of those bands that'll always be there as far as i love um oh man i have to look at my phone um you can look at your phone real quick if you want to i i was going to tell you when you said testament i saw testament what year it must have been 93 ish they i believe i believe it was for the the ritual came out and i think 90 when it was either ritual or maybe the i think the album after that was called low um, yeah, I don't know when Low. I think Low may have been '95, but it, okay, so I'm it might have been exactly sure. It must have been in between there, but but I remember I was at a. They were playing at a small club in Dallas, and I remember mm-hmm. being like right at front at the stage, and just I've got some, I've got I've still got a photo album with a bunch of shots, and I mean it's just the band. There's no one in front of me at all, and nice. this little club, so uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, they yeah, had I this, saw them, and it was pretty awesome. <laughs> I've seen them. A lot. They, they had a band opening back in the day. It was called, uh, and they were like a novelty band. But they were, I, I think this was the who they opened. Who opened? It was called Green Jello. <laughs> no, I thought you were about to say something like Tora Tora Tora. No, I've never, I've never heard of Green Jello before. They they did a song. It was it was like I said, it was a total novelty. I, I could swear it was them, but it was called a. Uh, it was called a. The, they did a song called "The Three Little Pigs," and you know the chorus was like, <laughs> "Little pig, little pig, let me in," you know. And they did, yeah, they dr- yeah. they they kind of had a similarity to Guar, you know. They dressed oh, wow, up okay. in costumes a little bit, I think, and but mm-hmm. that was that was it. I think they they actually they were called Green Jello. Then they had to change their name because there's a Jello brand <laughs> mm-hmm. that that said y'all can't use the name, so then they were Green Jelly. So. <laughs> <laughs> So other bands, here we go. Uh, a Day to Remember has been a band that I've been listening to since high school. Okay. Um, how else do we got? Uh, Day Shell, they're a small band from California. Uh, okay. So I have a good mix. Of, oh, Lamb of God. I don't listen to them that much anymore, but there's, uh, there's a good mix of on my phone of new stuff and old stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I really like Raven Age when I saw them. I didn't like okay. them. Let's see. The only album that I listened to is the one that they released, I think, a year ago when they with their new singer that was on the Legacy of the Beast tour. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed them when uh, I never heard them until they opened up for Maiden last year, and I really enjoyed it because it's a new. They were a new band. Uh, they were kind of that that modern heavy style that I like if I'm not listening to like classic metal. So I know a lot of the. A lot of people give them hate just because oh it's Steve you only got the bill because Steve Harris's son is the guitar player but 
I really enjoyed them. I didn't really like their older stuff with their older singer, but uh, okay. I don't. I've yeah, heard many I, Iron Maiden podcasts when people talk about Raven Age from Legacy of the Beast because it's usually like, uh, uh. yeah. I, when I talked to <laughs> Melissa about it, uh, the one from Boston. Yep. And she was just like she, and I think a lot of people kind of feel that way, you know. Uh, that that band, and then I think a few years before uh, it was Lauren Harris, Steve's yeah. daughter. I and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I don't, I definitely don't um, grudge him, you know, begrudge him for bringing his kids on tour oh, yeah. and giving them a platform. Because I mean, man, do you have any kids? No, no. You know, it, but you have kids, and you you'll do anything you can to help them. So, and some I mean, kids Bruce will take it, it, and some kids won't. So, yeah, I mean, Bruce and Bruce's son did it. Uh, they had a band called Rise to Remain, which I still listen to, even though they didn't last very long. They oh, opened okay. up for Maiden during uh, the Final Frontier tour. I think. Really, I did not know there. that. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're definitely a a metalcore band. You know, scream and sing, kind of like a uh, Kill Switch Engage type band. They only sure. lasted a couple years, but uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Well, I think for 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 where I'm at right now, that's all the questions I really have for you. Do you have any any uh, questions? Any final words for me? <laughs> um. Man, I almost had to go on a rant about the Alice in Chains stuff you were talking about earlier, but we can save that for another podcast unless you have yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers the Iron Maiden. Um, real quick though, with so Alice in Chains, I like William Duvall, and I think that first album was one of the best albums they ever made. Um, the second album they made, I think that was called with the elephant. I think that had the devil put on dinosaurs it. here. The devil yeah, put dinosaurs the, here. Yeah uh that album had some some good hits on it i haven't really listened to rainier frog too much but that's that's one thing kind of like with slayer with jeff hanneman you know uh lane staley's dead jeff hanneman's dead and everyone's like oh you have no slayer without jeff hanneman or no <laughs> alice and chains without lane staley it's like he's dead like he's never gonna come back like i don't know how else i can put that like how else to better describe that to you so i mean i think alice and chains with with uh william duvall is pretty pretty awesome uh, I mean, it's definitely different, but having two guitarists, I think, makes a, a more of a full sound when they play live. Oh, man. When, i tell you what, because I saw Alice in Chains three times with Lane Staley. Oh, and, man, yes. I've only seen him once, and that was with uh, William a couple years ago. Yeah. It's, and it was great with Lane. I mean, I, and I love Lane. I mean, he phenomenal voice. I mean, you, you, it's, it's like anything. You, you there's certain people you can't replace them. I mean, he's great, yeah. but I always, uh, a couple of things I've always said, Allison, you know, some version of Allison chains is better than no version of Allison chains. I mean, you've got, mm-hmm. you've got the classic lineup from the nineties all together. Uh, same thing with stone temple pilots. If you can get a, we saw, I took my kids, we went and saw it was, it was Bush, the cult and stone temple pilots. And I was going to see the cult. I love the cult. And, but I liked Stone Temple Pilots back in the day, too, and they were there, and I knew, you know, obviously Scott Weiland is not with us anymore, and I thought, well, nope. I thought, worst-case scenario, we're seeing a good cover band, you know, mm-hmm. the original band with a different guy. So they came on, and he started singing, and I just, I mean, it was, of course, the music was absolutely spot-on perfect because it was the same band, and it was just phenomenal. I, I, I was like, oh, man, I won't miss these guys again. But when we saw... um 
And that was Allison STP Ch- with their new guy, right? Is that what you're yes. talking about? Yeah, okay. with the guy that yep. they put out, I think they put out two albums. I've only got the first one that they came out with. Uh, I think it was self-titled with their new singer. But man, that album's really good. If you like Stone Temple Pilots, there's some great material on there. But okay. when we went and saw the Rainier Fog Tour, and I'll, I'll say, if you haven't listened to it, Rainier Fog is a killer album. It's awesome. Okay. I mean, awesome. But my, I've, saw, I've seen the songs. I, I was thinking, I want to hear... The new Allison Chains, I, I, they could have played two classic era songs and all songs from the three albums that they put out with uh, Duval, and I would have been happy. But every time he would put his guitar back on, I knew they were playing a new song. Yeah. I was I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, here we go, man. Here we go. Something, you know. And and I and I and I, you know, you get irritated when you're at a concert and you see people sitting down or just kind of standing around talking when they're playing mm-hmm. songs because you know they're old school more or your fair weather, however you want to say it. And so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that I definitely recommend that rainy or fog album too. Um, it's, yeah, it's check uh, it out more. I haven't really, honestly, I feel bad because it's been out for a couple of years. I really haven't listened to it. It's, whole, it's the whole thing. Lot. It's really kind of like with blaze. If you just look past the fact that this isn't the same singer, it's, and you know, Duval does, he does like, I've got some recordings of when they, cause I recorded all the songs. I was like hold, holding my phone and recording. Yeah. Yeah. And like they do, um, when they open, when they do them bones, you know, it starts oh, off with that, yeah. ah, and he just yells. And I mean, it's it sounds really spot on when he does it. So he can, he can do a good lame impersonation when he, or you know, he sounds like it a good bit when styles. he wants. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. But uh, well, man, Eric, I wanted to say uh, I do appreciate you taking the time. I know uh, you're a fireman. I know you you told me you work one day on, two off. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule and. Uh, coming on and talking to me and uh yeah, um, of course. and uh hopefully we can we can get something else together in the future sometime yeah whatever uh, i'm usually pretty open i can probably talk about rock or metal for a good long time so it don't really matter to me awesome man well hey take care okay yeah man you too all right bye-bye see you all right well that concludes my conversation with eric from south carolina i know that i enjoyed it and i hope you did as well Now, if you enjoy listening to these types of conversations, there's only one way that it happens. Emails from people just like you. When I get your Iron Maiden stories, I can either read them on the show or preferably I can talk with you on the phone and you can tell your story and we can talk some Iron Maiden and everyone else can hear it too. A friend of mine said to me that it's like meeting someone in line at a show and just having a conversation. And trust me, that's all it is. So send in your stories and I'll either read it or we can set up a time to talk. The email address is easy. Ironmaidenpodcast at gmail.com Okay, so on behalf of Eric, myself, Iron Maiden, Eddie, and the boys, good night. Some things in life are bad They can really make you mad Other things just make you swear and curse When you're chewing on life's gristle That grumble, give a whistle And this'll help things turn out for the best And always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life 
If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. When you're feeling in the dumps, don't be silly chumps. Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. Hey, always look on the bright side of life. You must always face the curtain with a bow. Forget about your seat, give the audience a grin. Enjoy it, it's your last chance anyhow. So always look on the bright side of death. I just 